How do you? How does one spell bidet? B i d e t. Bidet. B i d bidet. It's one of them French bidet. words because they're cleaner. Which is, I have now wrote a post-it. Check out bidet situation, and I will look into this and make an informed decision with my spouse about what I, would be I, good. I have Jen's blessing. Also, Mark, that just reminds me. She asked me to ask you, what time should we be coming over? You think I you think I run that ship? No, I, I don't think ship? you do, but I think you'll you'll find out and tell me later. I will say I would have expected that information to come from you, Mark. Ask Molly. I can't believe it. <laughs> what time? I can't believe it. Four. Are you trying to curse me out without actually yelling curse words? the Dice Room Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 129. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, two internet investigators who got food poisoning at the latest Chowderman album release party, Dave Grimma. That's me. Hey, Dick Alona. That was your best one in a long time. I just need you to know that. Was it? That was your best one in a long time. They weren't bad, but that was good. Chowderman. Chowder, yeah. It's, it's Chowder. Chowder. Why are we speaking of Chowder Man? Mark, why would we you... are speaking of the man made of chowder because we played the game Hypnospace Outlaw, mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. is a character of sorts right. that is involved in the plot, sorta, of this game. I would say Chowder Man's pretty integral part of the plot. I want to know. You would. <laughs> oh, you know what? You might have missed that. We played it together. But that ish. will be for later. Uh, to the section we refer to as the main topic. I feel like I want to go into real depth of what we do in this podcast, like yeah. really explain Usually, things. first, we check in with each other, <laughs> well, see what, what updates you might have to be assume in each this is life. someone's first episode, right? At mm. some point? Yeah. So, well, and there then we go. afterwards, yeah. we go into the main topic, where we have a full spoiler cast about said t- main topic game. Then, trivia. <laughs> trivia this time. Will be served up by our our man Dan O'Mac. That's right. <laughs> I feel like you're like, what is it called? He's <laughs> and you blanked. <laughs> no <laughs> trivia. It's called a uh, name. Don't I thought he called. was gonna stop at that part, and and when you know it, trivia, and then he just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like pregnant pause there. Yeah, well, well, thank you, Dave, yeah. for the nice synopsis. So, yeah. referring to your synopsis earlier, you you mentioned item one was the check-ins. Ah. There's usually a sub-routine of what who checks in what. Oh. Don't break Mark's. Usually. Don't break his. Don't break his routine, Dave. <laughs> Heavy As per orbit. tradition, you are the first check-in. So I will now, at this point of the podcast, kick it to you, sir. David Grimba, how are you, sir? Hey, the on the first text. portion of the podcast. Uh, I'm okay. I I I th- was thinking about something because i was gonna purchase and this is boring a boring purchase no don't 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 kill it i was gonna buy a couple of pens okay boring. Okay. i was like i'm, I'm <laughs> reinvesting in 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 notebooks and taking notes and i was thinking and post-its what color ink do i really prefer because in earlier wow. in life i was like oh i'm a black ink man right. black ink is cool but now not so much i'm more of a blue ink man Live a little how, dangerously right how say you where where do you fall mm. which is the what is your preferred ink color and why? This is I have my reasons. I'll share my reasons afterwards. I have a favorite pen. Let me let me double check what color it is because maybe I'll just go with that mm. answer. It's blue. I like blue. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I decide. My favorite pen is my. Mine's black. I think it's my blue. favorite one. Mm-hmm. Huh. Someone's got to have like a scale on where we land. Like, oh, you X percent this, Y percent that, with your blue pen choice. You know. <laughs> I mean, this is this is an important topic that I think yeah. is worthy of discussion, certainly. Yeah. I can't hold in, as a person who actually misplaces pens quite often, yeah. I work with what I can get my hands on. Got it. Yeah, I, so, and I understand that, but I still find myself preferring blue ink pens mostly because I feel like it's it seems more real, more physical, more... It reminds you that you did this by hand because all print is in black usually. It's different. But you know what not none of us said? Red. Why would well, we that's a mistake. Red's everything's that's just, that's right. Just, but there's that's some just trauma. There's someone out there who's <laughs> like, I love red pens. Because everyone hates You know what them. I used to like? I used to like a good red felt and Do you oh, were gel yeah. pens like a fade Terrible? a phase a fade that we went through? Was that a thing that happened? Like gel, that was gel, like a moment, right? Pen. 
The, oh, but they write so smooth. That they was, always just right? like they they write too thick most of the time. They do, and they often like bubble up. Yeah, it's all about like after for me. It's the number one quality is like I don't want any bleeding. Mm. I don't want any spread. If I wipe my, I write something. I wipe my hand on it. I want that to be Mark, clean, baby. But what hand gel pens are like else. crazy magic though, like because like you yeah, think they that they're wet still, but they're dry. Mm. What hand like, do you write like, with? Oh, both of you? That... right-handed. Ah, yes. So there's a. a... The top of part of this that you guys don't quite relate to, and yeah, because is... you, because since we're not pushing against the what we just wrote, yep, I... you don't get that that smear on your right. Oh, hand what a horrible end. existence you live. Uh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, my I entire life, that. pencils, graphite, oh. always on the side of my hand. Yeah, and and ink and for your pen. Skin. It's not, and you can't just like write like an anime character where your hands like like calligraphy. So. <laughs> Like, just floating yeah above. just like beautiful hand no you like no and you're pushing because it's a 180 degree i wish i le- imagine i want to meet the left-handed person who learned how to write backwards oh that's do you feel like your right hand right things more in your day though than type well when i when i fill out a birthday card or something I, i'm you know come, yeah but the proportion of the amount of time like I, how many things you actually write down in a given if moment. i decide I mean, to doodle something for fun a dude gotta remember Again, the dude. Well, Dave, I, 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 I think that blue makes sense in our adult lives mm-hmm. as, as individuals. I'm a firm believer, and you should, you should do what makes you happy. That's right. And if a blue mm-hmm. pen helps, <laughs> plus one. This, this episode is just—I can't even. This brought to you about by blue pens, right? And other Bic. sort of things. Big sponsor us, <laughs> unless you're problematic corporation then don't but you know come at come at us beck yeah uh, kind of come remember, at me Colonna, with your update I how are you sir can't commit to any video games i am having an existential video game crises right now is that new though no Let's all right on. you know what usually i'm like <laughs> i hate video games but now it's i'm true. just admitting to the fact that uh, i can't he likes commit. video games he just doesn't he doesn't know what i don't to know play. what to play right now i know i have options i just you do i have been playing little wood i guess on the switch i have two words for you oh destiny disco elysium oh, you think it's gonna re- oh it rekindled your emotions in certain ways i feel you're speaking yeah. in ways that i feel we haven't heard you speak i don't want to when dave when dave clicks for the game dave's like dave clicks for the game dave's like i just need you guys to know it's a, it's gonna be a future yeah po- podcast game it's it's a long playthrough might as well get started soon and dave. that goes to you too listener if you're gonna play games mm-hmm. alongside us you should start disco elysium mm-hmm. at the moment you hear this voice because it's a long game and you're putting it off it's time you right, well, get it i have it on ps5 i already own it uh, and there's voice acting i was the last one to get it there's voice acting on the ps5 version because it's the director's cut and see that that's the thing to kind of keep in mind for it though it's like you gotta be in the mood to read you know what it is a lot of reading or or listen have have information read to you yeah that's fine but the and you just sit there i gotta say let's talk about director's cuts about games i feel like oftentimes or, or since the heyday of, like, remember when Resident Evil was, like, the first director's cut that I knew about when it was, like, the other version of the game on PlayStation 1? Mm-hmm. I feel like Disco Elysium is, like, here's the director's cut because now you get a whole new feature. I feel like that's, like... It's like a little DLC. Instead of, like, a skin. You know, funny you bring this up. I'm currently towards the tail end of that Resident Evil history book, Itchy Tasty. Okay. And basically, the Resident Evil director's cut, admittedly, was just, like... Yeah, we wanted to see if we could triple dip on that. Wow. They did the DualShock version, the Director's Cut, because there was, like, there's a whole issue with, like, things being released in the Japanese version that weren't in the American yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, totally. Then, yeah, wow. it's like, so they were just like, eh, we'll resell it. They were just like, more, they were just like, more profit. Why not? Yeah, more profit, basically. I kind of feel like, I don't know, the, the term Director's Cut in a video game just doesn't work. I feel like because that's when you think of a game getting re-released with additional content, that's what we call that. The game industry not necessarily. It's not like co- content that the director said no to and then brought it back. Yeah, like they did this cut it. It's it like, was like he would have had this if we had did. more budget. That's usually how I understood it from movies. Like, oh, this would have been in the movie if like the producers agreed or whatever. But this is the director's version. Like you know, you're getting like a creative extra. And I guess the Snyder cut. I feel, yeah. It's not a good, it's such a topic. Um, I feel like the movie industry and the format for movies has so often been compared to games. 
and that's mm. why like you know and it doesn't apply i say we call it the complete version but then we define that because it has has more we were talking about <laughs> expansions the other day but what if they add more Thank you, Dave. You can only call it at the end, then. <laughs> Complete well, plus. What if, what if what, they always want to leave it open? Yeah. To, that it's a that know. it's a living. It's an it's a ongoing living. It's game like the Constitution is never the complete version. That's right. Oh. It's never over. <laughs> there's well, yeah. There, there's no director's cut of the Constitution. Speaking of the director's cut of the Constitution, <laughs> um, have you played any video oh, games or any? Oh, what's up, Mark? What's up, oh, Mark? Me. What's, what's up, up Mark? Yeah. I'm gonna gush about the Ratchet and Clanks. Because a platinumed Ratchet and Clank. You know what's actually funny? You know how, like, their names are always kind of like. If they're kind of like like a play on words with something that's yeah. crude. No, we already know um, that Ratchet and Clank is an oxymoron. Um, those words are no, opposing. No. I don't even. I'm just... Well, they're two different people. They, they're not oxymoron. It's not Jumbo Shrimp where it's one thing. You just blew my mind. Jumbo Shrimp. Jumbo Shrimp. Never, I never put that together. Yeah, but because he's saying it's their names are Jumbo and Shrimp. Oh, but yeah. I never put I never put it together that Jumbo is the opposite of Shrimp. That's like the that's like the example. That's like the I example see. they use in like textbooks and stuff. My head hurts, yeah. man. Sit down, Dan. It's <laughs> I. I can't. It'll make too much noise. Anyway, Mark, I'm stepping on your moment. What's but yeah, but like what's clanking? You know how like I think about it's like oh I guess they kind of stopped doing that and then I heard on a podcast that. No, Rift Apart is a play on Rip a Fart. Stop like, it. Oh, maybe it is. Wait, hold on. So what about the other ones? Because they have like Quest for Booty. Oh, Up Your Arsenal and, and Deadlocked. Up Your What's Arsenal. Deadlocked? They used to do like those little funny things with the, the wording. What's Deadlocked? Um, heart. I don't want to say it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but it, you can like make the joke of it. All right. Where that was for this. Nothing to do with the game, but uh really really great super it's it's we've hit that point now where it's like remember back in the day where we saw toy, toy story we're like games will one day look like this you think so like yeah like it looks better than toy story it's it's like just awe, awe inspiring sometimes like i have so many the photo mode's really great too and just stopping and just like looking around and everything like and like playing with the lighting Mwah, very beautiful mm. um Super fun, very, very cute with the humor. Like, I definitely see how kids would find things funny, but then there's, like, a layer where adults would find this funny, too, but mm. for different reasons. So it's a Pixar game through and through. It's basically. Um, and it made me think just about the conversation we were having about loading times. Oh, yeah? The new generation. Because as Dave and I had been playing Disco Elysium, we were like, oh... I was on the boat of, we're going to get rid of loading times at Disco Elysium. The, the one thing that I'm, not to spoil how I feel about it, one thing that really annoys me about it. it plays like a PC is, game. There's, yeah, there's there's loading times pretty you consistently. You load every time you, you go from one environment to another, which happens yeah. fairly often. And not that Ration and Clank doesn't load, but as you get into your ship and then go to a different planet, like there's the animation of you getting in your ship, the menu pulls up, you hit the planet, you fly off, then you're there. Like, it doesn't feel like it's loading, but it's loading. There are these sections where you find, they call them pocket dimensions, where you like, you'll find like the dimension little like breaking glass mm. and you pull it. And I sent you guys actually the video of this where like you could walk in it and it is a completely other rendered world and like you go back and forth in the door and it's like, it's all in real time. It's just there. Mm -hmm. um, so like that I think is the nice flex when you see them doing stuff like that as you yeah. go through dimensions, like, oh, instant load, instant load. I mean, is that instant loading or is that really part of the environment and it just happens to look completely different well because then you can walk behind it and it's it's not not there. like that no okay. it's like well we're, we're dealing with data in a that doesn't have to reflect our 3d world yeah and it just it just makes me kind of realize like that it's just what i think is i kind of look back at ps4 and like uh -huh. oh what was that generation like i think um just not only with just the UI, but like the basically just like um, sleep mode, which I think was a huge game changer for things. Yeah. Like, and I, I keep thinking the loading time thing is going to be the thing for this generation. And it makes me think, like, I really do think, and that's what I think about Resident Evil too. Like, Resident Evil, once you loaded the game, it never loaded, like, ever. It just, it was, it which was all one? There. Resident Evil 8. Like, oh, it's loading. Oh, I but said Resident Evil. There's the no. Intro? 
there's no like they will put you in a situation that is kind of like the classic Final Fantasy 7 remake where you gotta scurry down you're not really doing that but you're going down a corridor that's kind of long and you, you kind of you can put it together it's like that's why they're doing this um or like a door opens really really slowly it's like okay i understand what you're doing why you're doing this but i don't know like i i still i'm kind of really bullish that once death so i could also when i think of like demon souls like that load compared to PS3 to now is like laughably fast. Oh yeah, like it really does feel instantaneous. It's almost. disgusting how quickly you, you teleport around in that game. Yeah, so like Ratchet Clank was just I really do think even that with like the dual sense mm-hmm. and that's just the thing like along with the loading times the the half trigger haptic pull thing mm-hmm. that's gonna be one of those things that I don't realize how used to I get it to like go back to like a real kind of PS4 game because that is a game that when you're shooting a gun and you're out of ammo you feel it in the trigger it's like oh there's nothing there like you feel like that just kind of give away with a half pull and a full pull guns feel differently like i really think it was a real if for anything if you're kind of just even eh about it about the concept of playing it i think the loading times is just the way that the controller works with it really really feels like this is new the game this just is really, really plays cool. itself it feels like a fancy, fancy thing. Okay. That's the best review. But yeah. Um, and super liked it. I think it's my... I only... I was never big on Ratchet and Clank back in the day. Um, I, I thought it was... I thought it was better than Jack and Dex. No, I'm joking. I can't believe joking. you were just attacking I, like I just, that. I was waiting I, I literally, for something. I don't even... I didn't even believe that thing. I just uh, Jack and Dex is 10 times better than Ratchet and Clank. It's just... <laughs> Naughty Dog moved on, basically. Ah. Oh. Uh, oh, anyway. uh, I liked. I think I liked it better than the 2016 one. Although I like that one too. Like, I think it's just go play it. It's great. It's it's fun. I own it's it. It's just fun. It's over there. You don't know what to play, Dan. I highly recommend you could you could bang that out. And, and people are saying it was really short. I think my time was around like 14 hours. They're never like yeah, like they're not super. If long, you want 100 like, percent it, they're like 30 hours, 20 hours, like you know. I don't. I don't think it would take you that long to get the platinum. You didn't have to get every really? thing. Oh. You had to get like most things. Like you didn't have to get all like the gold bolts they usually do and stuff like that. I think you have to. You know, um, I got like what would be the platinum on Jack and Dexter one on PS2. So I'm like, I, I actually platinum Jack and Dexter once when they did the re-release. I'm gonna have to do that. Never mind. I have to do it. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's pretty easy to. But high recommend. Maybe more recommend than our main oh. topic game. Way to start it off. <laughs> Greetings, Enforcer, and thank you for enlisting in the Hypnospace Patrol Department. As the world falls into its slumber, Hypnospace becomes a bustling global village. These virtual streets aren't going to police themselves. This game has been recently reviewed very positively all over time, overwhelmingly positive. It came out March 12th, 2019, developed by Tendershoot, Michael Latch... Oh, what? The... The... That which is media. Yeah, this person's name? That would no, like the whole thing was like it was like a run-on sentence. That which is oh. media, uh, and published by No More Robots. Oh, um, that was very strange. Uh, no more? They're all gone. None. They're all over. No more. Popular user-defined tags for this product are retro, surreal, point-and-click, simulation, and one peculiar tag. Uh, scaries. Scary. I was actually thinking something. I forgot what it's called. Flaming, flaming orif- orifices. I can't what believe you both nailed it. It's <laughs> 1990s. Oh. Um. You know, that's a genre now. Yeah. Uh, um, but also a time period. Dave, I I read this from a chat log that I oh. found from AIM. Uh. So nice. if you could, uh, you know, give the user the real version of what happened here. Oh. Hypnospace Outlaw is a detective story hidden in a walk down memory lane. It's the late 90s, and you're investigating slash moderating a version of the internet that exists in headbands that work while people sleep. Basically, the game looks like old 90s AOL pages where people post about their hobbies or current interests back before social media existed. So if you're prepared to be subjected to ungodly fonts and songs you didn't ask for, look no further than Hypnospace Outlaw. Rated Z for Zane Rocks. 
Oh, you want to score 14. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. spoilers. <laughs> well, I guess we already... Spoilers. We already went well, there. before before we get to like the spoilers of the story, I, I want to start off with, I think, the, the meat of this game, which is the, the interface, the angle, yes. the goals of what this game does. Um, as you explained it, Dave, it's kind of this this retro-inspired... My favorite type of PC games... Not my favorite type, but like the type where you're sitting at... At least if you played on PC... It feels like you're now interfacing with a PC. So you yeah. know, if you're moving the mouse, you have things you're clicking on, things like that. Um, and a Listen, really... Listener, I well, tried to play this on PS5. Yeah, so we... Not, a, and not it ideal. Was, it was a miserable this experience. This is important I, context. I kindly, I kindly you know, informed the, the other guys. I was like, please do not play this yeah. on console. Did you play this on console too, Mark? Uh, no, because Dave warned me. I and you know the... me, I... It's very tough for me yeah. to pass on because then I could sit at the chair with mm-hmm. the trophies mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but I understood because this is a game you got to be like you're interfacing at a computer. So I think that that is the most uh, not in, not ob- obstructive way. There's to typing on keyboards. Game. You don't want to be doing that with your gamepad. No, you do not want to nope. be. Although, uh, did you try? I don't know if it works for that because I know it works with the UI that you can hit like the voice button and then say it. Oh god! And it does I didn't. I did not try that. I didn't even know it was an option. I know it's a it's an option like in the UI for PlayStation. Yeah. I don't know if it actually works in game. So that it's it, they give you an in game keyboard, so, so uh, it might not. I think my favorite part uh, of that whole part of the game was that I played it on PC and it said gamepad beta, and I'm like, oh, and there's a console release. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> the beta is good. Let, let's start off with that. So, you know, again, it, that is the aim. It, it is meant to recreate that experience. Mm-hmm. Did, did you guys like that? No. Did it feel authentic? Uh, I mean, it felt it felt like I was on an old computer. You know, it's funny. My game was kind of lackey because I was streaming it to you guys on Discord, and okay, I didn't think that. I thought that was part of the game. I thought it was giving me the stutter, and I. Um, it is laggy. It is. Ooh. There are laggy moments. Okay, that is built yeah. in. It's like it's trying to remind you of what it was like to be on the internet in the nineties. Well, that's good though, because I thought the game was performing poorly, but it was programmed no, bad performance. It, it, it performs poorly. Okay, well that was kind of charming then. Um, <laughs> so charming. You know, it was definitely it did its job of agitating me, but <laughs> but but and the how did you feel about the music? And every time you go to every page, there that person's music was playing. And you could manually pause it every time. I've been on MySpace. Every time. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> there's that emotion. What tab is playing this song? Lincoln Park's <laughs> The End, uh, only the first 10 seconds. I discovered so many bands through MySpace, oh, yeah. I remember. But it oh, was man, definitely like, I, I didn't hate the uh, nostalgia pain it made me feel. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay, that was kind of interesting to experience. Uh, did, how were you feeling about it, Dave? Oh, it was. It, I just felt like, uh, <laughs> how do I? An attack on my senses. <laughs> you know, because every visual, page is doing its own thing. Yeah, I mean, visually, like you have the, uh, you know, oh, this page makes your cursor look like this. You know, hello, mm-hmm. or you know. It's very, you know, it's all over the place with its fonts, like I mentioned. And, like, a lot of them are hard to read, at least for my eyes. It's just like, it's, this, is, this is, I don't miss uh, the internet. And actually, that, now you even think of there's the added layer for both of you as web developers and, uh, like, knowing the ins yeah. and outs of how web pages are built and then having it's to It's just like, these. oh, we would never do this. We would never put that color on top of this no. color. And, you know, and, uh, seeing back ugly patterned. B- backgrounds all the time it's just like yeah the the internet the internet's come a long way and i'm glad it has right you know? right <laughs> yeah i i kind of felt similar vibes where i think because when you start off you get you know the kind of list from your home but you see mm. like basically all the pages but every page has different yeah. links and really using the f- search function you can that's the more efficient way yeah. to get out originally i was like i have to go through each thing oh, um I, yeah and i thought it's it was stunningly impressive how robust it is mm. that 
it, it really does feel like these are all authentically different pages with different things. And there's so much thought going into building characters around all yeah. these different people. The people, the people and authors of these pages, you get a sense of who they are just from the things that they posted. Right. And as you go through the titles, we get more into the story later about like them different things that happen to them and mm-hmm. how that affects their pages and things like that. But I definitely fell into the camp where after the first 15 minutes really started wearing thin on me. Like mm-hmm. I, not that I don't remember when the web was like this. I, we were all a, a teammate AOL back in the day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there is the kind of novelty of, Oh, I remember this. I, re- it's like I, I remember I, I, when I thought the internet was just the channels AOL showed me. Yeah, and it's it just like people building these pages based on them and their interest in posting their things. Like, you know, I remember making like, um, you know, like our profiles and we could change mm. all the fonts and all those things like that. Like, and it, it it just hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, this definitely was it. This totally feels like it. I I hate this. This is terrible. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do this. Like, so I, you know, but like as that's kind of the interface that really what the gameplay element of is now you're kind of solving puzzles. So as a... A member of this, I don't know, what is your the, hypnospace, the hypnospace cyber... enforcer? Your hypnospace you're enforcer. enforcer. So your you're, job, basically, yeah. you're basically a moderator uh-huh. who's looking at these pages and, and knocking them for copyright infringement, um, you know, and obscene malicious, stuff. Yeah, obscene like, stuff. It's like, yeah, you're, you got a list. you're a community moderator. And yeah. 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 Also, DMCA supporter, essentially, because, you know. Yeah. There's things that are not, you know, copyrighted. Yeah. You know, so you're, like you're the fun police for the internet. Right. <laughs> as, as, or at least that's the way that the, all the users look at you. It's as. worth noting that the game's world uh, implies mm-hmm. that you wear a headband to access yeah. Hypnospace. You're sleeping wearing a mm-hmm. headband, and that's when you log in, when you go to bed. There's all these, there's, there's all these things that remind you, that warn you of Bean Brain, which is yeah. the effects of wearing the headband. Right, Ooh, which comes up keep... throughout the story. But that's yeah. it's definitely very important to talk about right. that. So mm-hmm. it starts off kind of with that tutorial of, like, it's giving you very specific, yeah. okay, these are the things oh. you're looking for. And then it kind of opens up more to, like, you're yeah. just kind of keeping these things in mind. So... I guess I don't know. Like it's like a puzzle game, but really it's kind it's of a detective I think more, game. Uh, I, detective I mean, yeah. you're searching for specific yeah. things, and that was why I picked this game in the first place. Was because I was looking for another type of detective games. Like this was coming up as recommendations for people who enjoyed Oberdin. Hmm. Which we and also I'm like, played. this is nothing like Oberdin. Well, as you kind of get into it, especially as. Uh, to, to kind of just give kind of greater, greater things about this game, Dave and I kind of flamed out, and then Dan, we watched Dan as he was playing through it. We all kind of experienced the last yeah. uh, two hours right. or, or so of it and uh, together. We played it through mostly Dave and I, and then you came in from the beginning of the end, Mark. And, right. Um, yeah, we experienced so it. So I I kind of understand because it it really does get very complicated about how yeah. you are i don't want to say like you're hacking but you're really kind of finding loopholes and, and yeah. little wedges into things to then lead you to other things that will help you use yeah. this and that if you have this tool and the amount of things you're working through because of all these web pages of all these possibilities yeah. there are so many things to look at so i i definitely get the connection but i think for me it felt so much more what's laborious we'll say well yeah. yeah, I as opposed to something like Oberdin, because it, you know Oberdin, I'm finding all these people, and there's just kind of deductive I, I logic. Like I'm like, I kind of have to figure Oberdin, this out. Like, there's a picture that starts to come together, and I feel like in this, it's like you had a little bit of a picture, and it just keeps getting bigger, right? Instead of yeah. becoming clearer. Yeah, and that's you know, a good, I, I like I, that was a really good explanation. I, I like that a lot. I think a key difference between the two and we can talk more about it, is this game is hell for people, this game being Hypnospace, it's hell for people who don't like reading instruction manuals for video games, who like mm. just getting into it. Um, and there's a lot of reading. And if you don't do all the reading, or at least most of it, you're going to miss a detail that will lead you on the right path. And it's very easy to miss yeah. those details if you're scanning these pages, which are already insane to look at. There's like dripping text and floating mouse cursors. So it's yeah. like you really need to read. 
And, and just to add on that, like I, there's I so like much noise. Yes, there's so much noise, which you can mute, but then it's like the constantly of the no, I, no I, visual I, I, noise in more more than one sense. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. brain is oh, being yeah. assaulted. Like Dave said, this game it is, is, a lot. is there's, and that's part of the challenge. I don't know if that's exactly my favorite kind of challenge, but I think that yeah. is part of the challenge. Yeah, and I just to kind of add on what you were saying, Dan, you know, because right now playing Disco Elysium, hell of a lot of reading. Uh, but like for but all that reading is interesting. Yeah, and like I don't want to, I don't know if there's another way to phrase it like that, but with all these characters that you're you're getting exposed to, I don't want to say they're almost like caricatures, mm. but they're just so you know mixed with the sounds and the graphics and things like that. Like it's none of it is like oh this is actually cool. It's all kind of absurd, mm. and. And it's and like and I, I actually thought just the three of us kind of looking at them together and joking around with it like that was way more enjoyable. Yeah. But then when I was yes. playing with myself, it's like, okay, Chowder Man, like you're not actually <laughs> like talented. Like this isn't actually good Sorry. music. It's like you're yeah. a joke bad musician. Right. But and, but and, like, we have seen like, those the, pages once or twice. Yes. Right. You know. But I, I couldn't. But I've seen those pages. So it's it wasn't after the initial impact of it. It wasn't interesting for me to dive into it enough that I was, oh, what's this? What's this like? Does right. this thing work? What's this? Right. I think there's a, a lot of um, a lot of suspension of disbelief that you have to do for this game too, because you're like, okay, this band is popular, but like, but this is terrible. Come on. Right. You know this what I mean? It's not like, actually be good. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're gonna have a popular band somehow have popular like, good sounding music, right. it's like I don't know how you do that with the budget you have, but it's like. There are so many things that made me like even the fact that you have internet that runs on sleep. I don't understand. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that was I, are, I was are you actually conscious? I was willing like, to suspend like, that disbelief. That, that okay in in my dreams of Zane and Corey are fighting. Like I don't understand. I would, right. Why yeah. making I like that. But one of my favorite details though of this game there are some some good things as that i pointed it out to dan i don't know if you were there what i was talking to that like zane and uh cory both have uh pages that they've created for their fake girlfriends <laughs> right you and know the, and, yeah, all, yeah, and the girlfriends yeah, are talking oh, i'm sorry the hard air interests, quotes yeah girlfriends all their yeah. interests are, of the girlfriends are like zane i was like oh and of I course i love zane, hanging out with my boyfriend zane he's awesome <laughs> he's so talented and it's like very obviously yeah. Uh, fake girlfriends. Yeah, I, right. And like, so you could take an overview of that page. You're like, mm. okay, this is like a fake girlfriend page. I understand. Yeah. And like, that's the joke. But then yeah. like, you gotta work through fifty of those. Yeah. And it's they all have different links, and it, and it got just to the point again with the sites and the sounds. It's just yeah, it was really it felt really muddy to try to yeah. parse your way through. And then for me, I was just gonna throw out that like my. Uh, hitting the or pulling the ripcord and getting ejected out of the seat <laughs> was when I started getting viruses in the oh. process of them to trying to oh. figure yeah. out yeah. They, on the senses. They do a lot to make you want to stop, and they do a lot to yeah. make you what you would have done back in the day, like your computer got a virus like that where you're seeing googly eyes, heartfish. Yeah, I said that what what I ended up doing the trash. is I'm like I'm like alt tabbing, yeah. pulling up an internet browser. How do I get rid of this virus? Reading the directions, tabbing There's... back in. There was one virus, Dan. I don't know if you got it. I think Mark and I both got it. It makes this um, loud ocean sound. And then the the whole page, like, waves. Oh, I didn't get that one. It's like, it makes you seasick. I didn't get that one. It's terrible. Nope, not me. Yeah, so, like, all these things, again, and I I think, to kind of pull this all together, like, I don't think any of us would argue that all these gameplay elements in this presentation was done poorly. It, mm. it has a goal, and this is what yeah, it wants to do, it looks and very it really does it. You know what it reminded yes, me yeah. of? It reminded me of Pony Island and how I felt playing Pony Island. Mm. In the sense that Pony Island made me feel gross, and Pony Island wanted me to feel gross. Shout out to Pony Island. I think like this game, I thought of it, maybe because it's like, yeah. you know, old computery, kind of like you're playing a computer in Pony Island too. I, I have to respect that. You know, like it made it, the feelings we're describing. If a dev heard this, they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, those are the strokes which we painted on the canvas right. which you're describing." So, yeah. And I just, but I think for, I'll get just speak but for me. Like, yeah. I I was not 
in the market right. or in the mm. or in the mindset that this is this is the experience right. I really want to dive into mm. for a few hours. To, I to, want yeah. to search these pages. I yeah. I was bombarded. I was annoyed. I was frustrated dealing with the viruses. And the premise is we can maybe segment to the story a little bit of what happens. Mm-hmm. Like for you, Dave, I'm like, okay, so I'm doing this while I'm sleeping. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And between that and I never felt like a, the, the main drive of like, what am, what am I building towards? Why is it important that I'm doing all these things? Mm-hmm. It felt mm-hmm. very to, to kick it to, um, mm-hmm. uh, a game like Orwell we played, which has that yes. kind of similar interface. Yeah, um, which I enjoyed. I, enjoyed I really Orwell. liked Orwell. And I thought, because I was so interested in the narrative that was building about this world and the implications of what you were doing as the person looking through these people's yeah. profiles and looking for things, like, I understood it. For this, right. it just felt so much lower stakes mm-hmm. that mm. the obstacles of dealing with the viruses, going through all these web pages, like, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me. Yeah, but and the I stakes don't to... stay low, do they? No, the I mean, stakes go up pretty <laughs> quickly. They they There's raise. There's an act two of the game, at right at around the Y2K of the game, where a bunch of people wearing the headsets die. It's called the you... mind crash. Crash. The mind crash of 2000. Mm. And it was the yeah the tsunami. That was just that's kind of cool Y2K. because. As people die in that segment, you actually have control of who dies by people that you ban and don't ban. Right. Because if you've banned them, they're not on their headsets, so they don't die. Right. So, mm. you know, it kind of I think then the kind of the way you may look at the people that you kind of went the hardest at were the ones you actually were doing the favor for. Right. Ironically. Mm. Um, but yeah, I didn't make it that far. Dan, I know you did. Yeah. How, were you impressed? Were you shocked? I was shocked. I was I was shocked that the game because you know you spend your time learning these characters and learning mm-hmm. who they are, what they like. You just you know frivolous, superficial. Oh, you gotta get the fish off your page, ban, and you, know, you drop the hammer on mm-hmm. them, whatever. It's fun, and, and um, at the end of all that, yeah, like there's this mind crash, which is just it takes this dark turn where it's like okay, six people died, um, because of Timageddon. The eye is a one, and. Mm. Yeah, that was just a story beat I wasn't expecting out of this game. Do you think the game, when it happened, would have served it for happening earlier? No. Like, I'm just thinking, like, from my perspective, like, if the game started off with these people have... And you should look up the web pages of these people. They've died. And we oh, don't know why. I see what you're saying. Like that, just by a concept, seems so much more interesting to me. I don't. That's not what the game's trying it to might do. Have been I like, think me, I, I was like, if oh. it if the game opened with there was this thing that happened a long time ago, people die, and we don't really know what the cause was. It's your job to find out. And then you learn about the characters as you're trying to detect what happened. As opposed to learning about the characters first and then supposedly feeling something because they died, mm-hmm. I think that would have been more interesting. Yes. See, I but see, even the way you phrase like, it, string theory, like what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> see, like I think even the way you phrase it though is the, the flip side of that. It's because of the shock value of you getting to know these characters and then finding out they die when you don't see that coming. Like you do lose that, but at the same You'd time, I think for me that would have been a much more interesting premise and such a more motivating factor to start off in that that kind of end section where you're picking up to see what happened yeah Mm -hmm. you are in present day but now you're using this thing that is older and looking back Mm -hmm. and kind of in the kind of giving it would almost have that her story vibe where it's like after the fact you're watching these you're you're gathering information on what happened yeah and and, trying to piece it all together and you could assume any one of them were the one because Tim again yeah. is like kind of foreboding with his words like fear me I see you and he's all like you know mm-hmm. overlordy he, on his wording and as Zane's we, as a jerk learn, he's just a he's just a scapegoat right yeah is yeah so that's what winds up happening is you make all you also wind up making relationships with your coworkers your fellow enforcers and the people who run yeah. Hypnospace um, one of which is named Dylan another one is named Samantha and you wind up getting close to them and. The story goes from there. <laughs> See, and another thing I was thinking about, you know, because it's valuable to have an attachment to these characters to feel it. And, you know, I don't think like, oh, them having voice lines or something you hear in their voice. But then it was making me think of something like Emily is Away. 
It was well, when that. you really think of like yeah. you are communicate with this person, you really do feel like and just yeah. shout out to Emily's away. The game we all loved but had no interest in playing that, the second that like, game. We could still I potentially. I don't know. It's, you know what it is? I, I feel like we got all we were going to get out of the first one. Yeah, and I thought it was it was really a masterful stroke. How you really did feel like you made a connection with this person as you're talking mm. to them. But I think maybe that worked where because it was a little bit more focused. It is really about you and this mm. one character, as opposed to all these other characters and all these other web pages like bombarding you with all these messages and things like that. It just I never came anywhere close to feeling like. This is like Zane, I guess, because but I was still pretty early mm. in the game. Yeah, Zane like, was pretty memorable f- too. He's like he's a cartoonist. He thinks he's awesome, and then like yeah, but like again, he's a joke. It was hard yeah. for me to then really connect. Like, oh, I care that these people died. Right. Like I didn't. I never. They were always I, characters. And I jokes. cared because they died. Because well, they were. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Um, I just wanted them to use hypnospace. I cared because they died in the sense that they were just doing normal internet stuff. And it was just a scary because that's the time of the Internet when we weren't really sure what was happening with it. So I was able to like think like, wow, what if (laughs) what if using aim at 2 a.m. caused that? Yeah, (laughs) you know, because there was always those links going around the Internet where it's like click this. And if you'll send it to someone, you're going to die. And, you know, chainmail letters, (laughs) chainmail. I mean, you know, you would see stuff like that. And it was just like. Oh my god, there's still vast p- parts of the population which are still fooled by things like that. that pop well, I was like, oh, definitely I a young this. man when I thought that I could die by clicking a link, and in Hypnospace, you can. You <laughs> well, so. so to kind of then, because Dan, I'll kind of stick with you there, because you, you were the one we visualized. I, I didn't realize I had such a, yeah, go on. <laughs> the other big thing that kind of took away from it was that last we all met up and then we played that last kind of sequence together right. where yeah. you're going to back cover, you know, and the three, and I wonder, it's like, do you think this was because, but see, like you played through the whole thing. So you did all these steps. Maybe for me and David was different because we dropped off and then picked up there. No, the three of us are sitting there. Mm-hmm. We all have walkthroughs pulled up, yep. which are telling yeah. us exactly what to do. It's so, and we were, we so, were all yeah. blown away. So like, th- they throw a lot of things at you at the end of the game that you could have been using the whole time. Um, there's the oh. all seeing eye, which is kind of like a hidden link viewer. It's like, it's like a way to read invisible internet. Ink. There's the pet, which you needed as a joke prior, but then it becomes like a key to, to decrypting something. Exactly. Like, yeah. and I feel like I feel as though they could have used these tools earlier in the game to teach you them. And then in the final chapter, it is the time for you to test your skills all at once. And I, I, because they were cool things like that all seeing eye thing was neat. Why wouldn't a moderator have the ability to see hidden things on a web page? Understanding how the net, uh, what was it called? Net? What the fighting, the, uh, the, the the numbers for the helmets. So use safe mode more often. Like, cause you're doing all of these things in like the final chapter of the game when the clock changes Mm -hmm. to the present. And, um, it kind of slowed my interest down a lot because I was like, even with the guide up, I was like, I feel like I'm just following. I don't know. I like, I yeah. want to want to I, do this. I just this. don't. It was so convoluted. It I don't got know. very strange. The, yeah. it, it just, it did not seem like a, a trail that was easily found. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like it wasn't a series of skills they're teaching right. you to then utilize. Yeah. It was all because everything was optional. Right. It was just like the pets and all that. Yeah. Oh. It's just like here. Yeah. You here are some skills that you learned along the way, but it's not like math in school where they teach you and they tell you solve for X or whatever. And now, you know, oh, when I say solve for X, it means I got to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's like here are all these skills here there's still all these websites the only use use, them the only thing they give you skills and see see what hits the only thing that throws up at the fan exactly is is the banning the hammer at the end you get a sixth there's five laws that they could break you get a sixth one that's Mm. like send this info to samantha so she can help you figure out yeah what actually happened on the 2000 mine crash and that it was dylan exactly Ah. yeah but that that (gasps) was the only skill that carried through and it really wasn't that Com, uh, it wasn't that complex compared to 
the other skills that you needed to learn to complete the game that you get mm -hmm. and use in that same chapter. And it's like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I feel like I, I don't want to harp on it, but I wanted to learn those in a safer environment because it didn't feel, I felt like sort of like I was in this moment where I'm like, I got to mm -hmm. find these things out. What if Dylan shuts down my archival software? Like, I mm -hmm. didn't know if that was a risk or not, but I'm just like, you know, I want to yeah. be worried about that because this is the intense moment. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting, interesting time to teach all that stuff. That's all. Well, with that in mind, I kind of start pulling this all together in, in a nice bow. We've been doing this thing now where yeah, we're, give you the open critic score. And, and yeah, I kind of want to talk a little bit, but just like it score as a general, because we were talking a little earlier. Did you see my retweet? Oh, no, I missed I that. retweeted, do away with numbered scores. Well, I. <laughs> I think it's, and I like doing this because I think what's becoming clearer is what we talk about. It's like we all, what a number is means very different things oh, to yeah. all of us. Totally. Yeah. And I think that is, and I think it's an acknowledgement and one of the big pushbacks about having scores because what does that mean? That, I mean, we were, we're this morning, the, the, the news dropped that Bloober team is getting basically a Silent Hill game. And they, I was kind of complaining because their reputation, not that they're a bad dev, but they're not like a top tier dev. And that's who's going to get Silent yeah. Hill. And it did. You came back with, you know, what is someone's 70 right. is another person's 90, which right. is absolutely true. I, yeah. but I guess I do think it's interesting to look at the aggregate because there is a general con just to see what is the general consensus and what that means, because mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. There are games that are in, in a, a, as we kind of go through these podcast games, I've noticed that I am the one who's very traditionally, oh, I would have went higher. I would have went higher with this because uh -huh. what I consider certain numbers is different. This game is an 83 mm -hmm. on yeah. Metacritic. So this is probably the highest since we've been doing this. Yeah. I think besides Hades, um, yeah. like this has been the highest game. Mm -hmm. For me, this it's hard because I feel like the game wants to do A, B, and C. And I think it does it. it it does a, a and C. I think B in terms of, because I think, Dan, you make up a great point, and you guys were both saying, how there's a lot of things as you go into the end sequence that you need to utilize, but you're not forced to utilize it until then. So could the game be developed in a way that is training you better for that last mm. thing so it didn't, it didn't feel so overwhelming at the end? So like that, yeah. I think, is a legitimate gripe and something. But otherwise, like the things that I didn't like about this game... It's not that it was, it's just, it's bad. They were it's specific just, I didn't to you. Like, yeah, I didn't like doing it. So, like, I don't think it's an 83. I would have marked it lower for right. me. But this is one of those games where I can acknowledge, I understand why some yeah. people consider this an 83. See, I guess the, into Devil's Advocate numbered scores, you wouldn't assign somebody who likes tactical RPGs to review Call of Duty. Because right. you, you, you assign someone who cares about that genre series of game so they start but isn't that inflating scores it's because there well, is the flip side of that because then it's like you were assigning you assign people to review games who have an understanding of that genre yeah. but then if they have an understanding of the genre then they're already, they're already like that right. genre why so not like, why not assume this could be the person's first game so why not give it that perspective like as a first call of duty or whatever like I, but then I why are they playing that game exactly <laughs> it says a lot of ways this could go so mm -hmm. The end point is that reviews with numbers are sometimes kind of dicey. But all yeah. that being said, Mark, um, where were you going with that? I, I'm I'm lower than 83. What would you say? I would say I would say this is like a really like a really good 77. Like like a good 77. Like, wow. like I feel that's, like that's high. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not bad. I could no because we can all agree this game did what it set out to do and. Yeah, and people who are in on this, like if you you open it up, like oh, I love this retro feel, I love all this stuff. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. I also wonder, and this is I would have given it a sixty nine. Hot. I'm kind. Of, <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm around where it did. I just want. I just want to think about like, do you think that there are people who didn't experience a form of? I mean, there was no real version of the internet that existed that looked like mm. Hypnospace. But I'm just saying, like, if they're in their twenties, like late early 20s you know what i mean like they Ugh. didn't experience the aim yeah, era so they're see, looking this this opens up a whole you see a what i'm saying like do you think you open this game and you're like whoa this is crazy cool 
No, like, would it be? I think it would be even worse. I don't know. I think I don't know. without the lens no of nostalgia, I think no I think it would completely completely fail. I don't know. I feel I feel like the longer we're doing this podcast, the stronger feelings I get about the term retro and how much I hate things that yeah. taunt it, that like flaunt that it's that retro. Bring it out. Yeah, you're right. Because like you, yeah. There is a. I'll, I'll answer that question. There is a zero percent chance anyone who didn't experience that internet would think this was cool for more I want to hear minutes. from someone that no offense if you if you I were just... 15 no. <laughs> tweet at at dino underscore machines and look that. at that do if you think you would want to do this for hours if you're if you're a younger player playing this I want to know the total like what's your I want to know your why response and why yeah <laughs> why I want to like Zane's you. just like me yeah oh my god ah I relate to him so There's, much because I just squishers I love squishers I just oh, I feel like a, you're right. There's the lens of nostalgia, but then there's also like people who like Stranger Things, and they're young, and Stranger yeah. Things like they don't necessarily remember. No, when. But, st- yeah, but, but Stranger, Stranger Things, Things is Stranger Things is, is also amazing. Is, is in a time period, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it doesn't. It's not made with the technology of that day. You're right. Was it supposed to be the 70s? No, 80s. 80s? Like, Ghostbusters like, comes like out to talk about the like, future. I don't, know, I don't know why. But that show isn't about the 80s. That show is about monsters and sci-fi yeah. weird stuff. And the In 80s. the setting of an 80s. Like, this game is about the 90s internet. Yeah. And there's kind yeah. of a story, but I it's just, not really a story. I just wonder about that perspective, because we lack it. The lack of nostalgia. How does this game stand up without it? Mm. I, I don't think there's... I don't think it can, because... I, I really don't. I think that is the main draw. And if that is your jam, more power to sure. you. I'm so over thi- And it's going to come up later when we play a different game this, this season. I'm just kind of over things where their main shtick is how retro this is. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm okay. Stunned. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I'm not. I feel like you need to be giving me more than the past. Give yes. me give me something to dig into. I get you. Give me some. But that makes sense. It's that interesting. Maybe like our tastemaker this evening. Now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, the Trivial Tastemaker. Good scoreboard, very on brand. And this is one of the times where my math escaped me. I think Dave can clinch because Tonight? we have Dave. Yeah, because Dave has two. Oh. Dan has one. I have zero. Dan's tastemaker. So if Dave gets to three, and Dan is next week, it, it's you can't. Dave catch is up. next week. Oh, Dave's Dave got two in a row. Dave's oh, giving... no, no. See, so, this is where my math struggles. So no, we can get no, if you no have clutching. zero. If you have zero, we could be a, we could have a three-three tie. It's possible. remember it's Mark, Dave, Dan. Flip the tastemaker order. I'm not gonna let That's that go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. It's such a but, all right. yeah. Dan. Yes. What, what are we doing tonight? How are we engaging in game combat? I'm gonna make you guys do 20 questions. Okay. An oldie but a goodie. An oldie but a goodie. I kind of want to count the questions this time. Now, why? Because we so loosely based this on a game called 20 Questions. Do you remember why we did that? Because we <laughs> didn't have enough questions. Well, the odds that Dave and I are going to get it in 40 questions, suspect. I think we should do something with some, like, we should encourage fewer questions, Mm -hmm. because you guys could be like, does it start with AJ? You know? Well, if you want us to get it. Okay. (laughs) No, not tonight. I'm just saying there's something there. I understand what you're saying. But this Dang. isn't the time to figure it out. That's all. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to number them. I'm going to try something new now, though. I'm going to give you a theme. Okay. 90s PC games. Wait, there's only one, though. That's the theme. Mark? Right, like, so the game is an IDPC game. Yeah. So you could have just, you know. No, this is Jeopardy. Just asked that. This all is Jeopardy. Right. They don't just, come on. All right. For 500. All right, uh, all right. so I, I am thinking of a game. I am thinking of it well. That is a 90s PC game. Yeah. What is my game? Uh, Pray tell. Go first, Mark? Uh, yeah, How okay. about you go first? Because sure. then that is would it a point-and-click me... adventure game? Yes, I was going to be when I asked. Um, would you descri- describe the game as hubris? Yes. I thought you were going to ask me to describe the game. And I, I feel like we're going to get this really no. quick. Maybe? This has been narrowed up very quickly. Because mm. Dave and I. <laughs> it's possible. Very is, well. it, mm. is it a LucasArts adventure game? 
Was it so. developed by LucasArts? As, as we see, <laughs> Dan quickly turn on his other I monitor to Google. Keep this game the, open the on my game. <laughs> yeah, these would be good decisions. Well, I'll try not to try and read it in the reflection of your. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, oh my god, it's on my phone. Yes, it is. Okay, so this is all right. There's all this is this is right up Dave and I's wheelhouse. See, you should not said anything, and we could have got there. We would have did our time. I, well, I wanted to see if we could, okay. you know. Now, if we don't get this under 20, we should be ashamed. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Maybe he's better um, teams. See, now now I'm at a disadvantage because it's like, now, now it's, how, do I, how do I narrow it down without now it giving gets it spicy. to Dave? Mm. Eh. See? Um, Dave's got a very serious face on right now. I'm just trying to think of a way I can I can get more information without just giving just it Just remember Paperboy, bud. That's all I'm asking. No, but this is our jam right now. This is our jam. No, I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. Paperboy. I was there. <laughs> we were all there that fateful day. Um, let's say... Shoot. How do I... I don't know what to ask. Dave is, is, do, is here to party do right Do you... Do you see multiple characters... Do you control multiple characters in this point of climate? Oh, boy. You mean, is there more than one playable character? In this is movie? there more than he one playable character? That. This was my question, by the way. Wow. That um, I had teed up. See, but even so, if the answer is yes, I think There's only that, one or two games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's probably more, but that we would know and that would be picked. I don't think so. It's going to say no. Based on my knowledge and based on what I'm reading right now, I don't think so. Okay. You only play one character. Confirmed right. based on what I read. So if this falls out from under me, I will refer to what I read. Okay. And this feels like hot potato now. Um, is this the secret of Monkey Island? No. Okay, good. Well, you just went for it because oh, that's no, what because I then have. I would have been wrong. I feel with this single character playability because I feel like you control the lady in that game sometimes. No, you know, you never play as Elaine. You always play as three, right? As Garbus Threepwood. Okay. Man, if there's one series I would like to play with you guys, just to is see how good you it... are. Let me ask you this. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Is it a game that has been re-released on... Yes. Uh, on a con- it has yes. been. Yes, yeah. Okay, all right. David's... No, he knows. That's the one area it's like, I think I might have an advantage over David. I think I know which ones have... Um, is it Grim Fandango? Yep. You knew. You knew. You <laughs> no, do this no, every. I bought you that game. I was. I was like, why did he just say it? No, I was also thinking it could be Full Throttle. I okay, but I. But he was humorous, and Full Throttle's not. Um, full Throttle's humorous. I thought Full Throttle was hilarious. I thought they're all funny. It's got. Uh, I mean, like, it's not. It's, it's not, not like. It's, it's not, not going not out of comedy. It's not, it's not overtly funny. Yeah, it's got. It's got. I would put that. I would. I would put that in the same level of, of humor as Grimpen. And confirm with me, you no. can only play as you only play as Manny, right? Yeah, you only play okay. as Manny Calavera. Then the Wikipedia you page. As, you never play as Glot. Glot. I just had a feeling you might. It just seemed like the kind of game where the main character would get kidnapped and no. then somebody have to pick him up. You know what game is crazy valuable, and worth a lot of Grim bones? Fandango. Grim Fandango. The one that I got you, or the yeah. old PC version. It's no, it's like absurdly. It's like three times the value now. I bought that for 40 bucks in the middle of... I know, that's what's so funny about it, because I was like, oh. I was like, Mark would like this. He asked me for it also. It is... Well, congratulations, Dave, on tonight's... Yeah, congratulations, Dave. Good job, good job. How uh, how many questions did we wind up at? So remember, we we had the... That was the the fifth one. Fifth question. That was fifth? So maybe the theme should be a little looser. All right, experimentation. This is... A brick... Oh, a brand new Grim Fandango remastered, sealed, on PlayStation Four is worth one hundred and fifty-two dollars. That happened. Street price. Yeah. Did they just make like that many and they were done? Well, that's the thing about limited runs. Sometimes like just, there's a limited, and the, the some of them spike and some of them don't. Okay. That one is the one that's. All right. Well, so I. Thanks, uh, Dan. <laughs> it was an uh, investment. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed tonight's taste maker. Um. I did. I mean, I lost, but no, it but it, you know, it's a little too. It was a little too punchy. But I think we can get. I think we can come at twelve questions. I feel like we could do it. We could do it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Well, maybe next time. Next time, 
as Dave gets the machine get going. We, what do we still have? We have, before I forget. What, what, before you forget what? Oh, and Narita Boy. That's the joke. Ha ha. Ha I know, I just. So funny. uh, All right. It's a, yeah. Okay, Okay. (laughs) you know, now I'm just a little sad. It's fine. I'm tired of defending it in text messages. (laughs) I'm tired. But what do we got, Dave? What's in the machine? It's before I forget. We're not going to Tell us. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now it's just coming out. Can't, I can't nah, stop can't myself. Help no, it, can't stop one stop. Bad. Um, but yeah, so this is a first person, as one of mine, a first person. Um, it's not like Gone Home in terms of your. I guess you never really grab stuff. It's kind of like Gone Home. Very short. <laughs> a key gameplay mechanic in Gone Home is that you grab stuff. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if you really grab a Do lot of stuff. You just interact with the environment. It, it is very much like a like a like a like a beat it's a thing mm-hmm. and it's pretty short so you could beat uh, you have you should play it in one setting quite frankly it's only like 45 minutes an hour ish maybe all mm-hmm. right um Good. and i look forward to chatting with you guys about it next time but that's next time until then listener thanks for listening uh leave us any feedback let us know if you are 12 years old and no. love things from the 80s yeah. no <laughs> is that how that worked <laughs> let's like start at age 15 let's not 15. Reach out if you to are six, <laughs> no. talk to your mom and dad. Say, I need to tweet at Dino underscore Can you give me the credit card so I can tweet at them? They told me to I send could them tweet my at them. I could tweet at them individually. The one of them, the good looking one, he's at at Magrocrack. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dan Mac, and I have no legal obligation to either of these gentlemen. I just <laughs> need that to be stated in a public setting. We'll just we'll just separate yep. slowly. It's it? over. Our top story today. No, our top story <laughs> is the podcast is over. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Good night. Bye. Bye.